Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Evening, good morning, good, good morning, afternoon. good morning. Hey, Amy. Hey, Cass. How are you today? Good. Hello, community and listeners. <laughs> that was all them replying. Hi. Hi. Good morning, Mrs. Ravel. Good morning, Mrs. Perugia. I was going to say Thompson. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Throwback to your own maiden name. I know, weird. Today's anyway, going to be a good episode. It is going to be a We're wonderful We're doing a fairly broad well, it's not that broad. It's awkward sporting equipment. Yeah. Hobbies that are just like, where am I going to put three sets of skis? Yeah. Three, we're going to talk about all those. Seven. Yeah. We're going to talk about all those things that you're like, I just don't know where to put them. Yeah. So it's going to be awkward sporting gear. Yeah. <laughs> How's that for a very enticing clickbait title? Yeah. You want to click on that, don't you? you oh, baby. Yeah. I think we've got the people who are listening are just our... Raving fans who just tune in every week, every just week to regardless, hear us because we're silly. Thank you, and we make them laugh. Thank you, friends. <laughs> this episode was requested. Rec- oh dear, oh dear, can't even put my words together. And we've just started. Requested by Megan Gascoigne. Yay, Megan, we love you. Megan is part of our course community. Yep, and she's so her request was around running gear. So um, we're going to tackle things like snow gear, cycling gear, water sports gear, when you're into running or gym or what do you do with all the stuff that comes with your chosen extracurricular exercising activity? Yep. We have done a similar but different episode. (laughs) Is number 82 called Sports Equipment and that was more for the basketball and Mm. the crickets and the footballs and yeah things that are smaller and you can put in a container in the garage yeah and that are used often running gear we know Megan is a runner and she loves running but she also has a lot of it Mm. because she does do it every day multiple times a day even so she has to have a lot of it yeah that's no good just having one pair of shoes and one outfit and one bag with all your little Hmm. water bottle holders yep you need the works yeah you need the whole works so 
do you think that, how do you make a decision on how much of a particular thing that you need? So say you are a runner, for example, how do you decide how many pairs of shoes that you need? Do you have kind of any advice to people? Have you had clients that you've had to help go through runners specifically? I haven't had to go through runners specifically, I don't recall. I haven't had a very, 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 very fit client, I don't think. (laughs) But how I would tackle it and how I tackle it's the same with everything is being really honest and reflective about what it is that you actually need. Like, yes, I don't know much about this topic. <laughs> about I know a lot about the topic of decluttering. I'm talking about that's, running That's a relief gear. because I would hope that like over 110 episodes in, you might, you might know a few things. Yeah, yeah, I do know a little bit. But I don't know about running specifically. Like do you – but I do know, for instance, if you're um, – you can have running shoes with spikes on it. Uh-huh. You can have running shoes that are good for, I don't know, like trail running. Yeah, trail running to different to road running. Yeah. So meep, meep. what about you? Have you worked with a client that is a running fanatic? I have, but they had like 10, 12 pairs of running shoes. And the hard thing for them was – that's the pair I did this marathon in. Mm. And what they found was is they'd buy a pair of runners, and I, I don't know if this is, you know, everyone's experience, but buy a pair of runners, wear them in as you're doing your training. Then you've got the runners that you want to wear for the marathon, but they don't have a lot of life left in them after you've really pounded them out and they mm. don't have the support necessarily that you need, but they're also that pair that you ran the marathon that's in. A sentimental attachment to it. And so there becomes this oh, – and then there's the runners that are just falling apart but the comfiest runners ever. Mm-hmm. So I think that there becomes this decision-making questions like would I wear these for training? Would I wear these for the marathon? There might be two different pairs of shoes. Would yeah. I wear this for trail running? And you kind of ask yourself some really helpful questions to help you determine how many pairs you need, how many sets of the same type of shoe – and, you know, we're saying shoe, but we could be saying skis. We could be saying, you know, life vests, so many different things, but it's about asking Bikes. good questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, N plus one. N plus one. I'll never forget that. That just made me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who haven't listened and heard that before, N plus one is a cycling term. That means how many bikes do you need? N being the... The number that you have now. The, Plus one. Plus one. Always need one more. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people who uh, resonate with this topic, not with the decluttering aspect, but the too much aspect, would co-opt that for all any of their sporting mm. activities. It's mm. always how many, how many snowboards. snowboards do you need? N plus one. So... If you're someone who does have this bulky sports equipment and and you're not sure what to do with it and you do happen to have a garage, think creatively about how you can use that wall space or the ceiling cavity ceiling space because you can hang up, you know, great hooks. We've got friends that do a lot of canoeing and so they've got great hooks on the outside of their garage and on the inside and they just hang the canoes upside down Mm -hmm. and it's just simple. Otherwise, they're always on the floor and you just got to think creatively, how can I use the space that I have? And then if you've got multiples of them, you just stack them. Yeah. 
we have a pod to go travelling with and that gets um, that is hooked up to the roof. Oh, yeah, at the top of your garage ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. So it sits down so that the garage door can go up, but it doesn't hit the car. Yeah, it's a brilliant idea. You're just using that space that otherwise is just lost. Yeah. Yeah. So what – yeah, we really want to encourage you to be really thoughtful. Again, this is our theme, <laughs> being thoughtful. Intentional. And intentional about – how many things do you need? And do you need to keep things for sentimental purposes? Or mm. can you take a photo of them with your, you know, the medal you got for running the New York Marathon? Can you do a photo with your shoes or you lying exhausted on the pavement? <laughs> <laughs> like, can that, you know, like let's celebrate and honour the fact that you did run the New York Marathon or, you know, whatever it is. Mm. Um, and hold on to that yeah. rather than the shoes. Yeah, it's a great idea. And I find so one of the these bulky sporting items that I end up decluttering a lot is is snow gear. Cuz a lot of my clients love skiing, snowboarding, all those other things you do with the snow. <laughs> do you have the same in Sydney or is that a bit of a Melbourne thing? Um, the ski the snow is further away from us than it is in Melbourne. Um, and maybe my demographic of clients don't ski as much mm-hmm. as yours. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot. But what I would find, and I'm sure you can understand, is one of the things that is a predominant theme, and you'll totally get this, is you have a ski outfit for each person in the family. And then what do children do between one July and the next? They grow. Huge. Yep. And then you've got to get the next size up. But you've still got the other one because you paid $80 for it. and they 80. only Well, yeah, possibly. At Audi. <laughs> More than that. <laughs> um, but you've paid for it. There's nothing wrong with it. And so you kind of keep it and think, oh, well, if a friend ever wants to borrow it, mm-hmm. they can always ask me, which is totally lovely. But perhaps you don't have the space to keep snowsuits for all your friends who might one day ask you for one in a size 7. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what should they do? What could they do? They could do... They could let it go as soon as the kid doesn't. As soon as you buy that new outfit for them, pass on the smaller one. And if you do have friends that you know go skiing or whatever that sport may be that you've grown out, that your children have grown out of, pass it on to somebody you know or just donate it or sell it, you know, pass mm. it on. If you, we, we want to encourage people to just hold on to the things that they need to hold on to and make good space and have good storage and, you know, maintain it really well. We're really passionate about all of that. However, <laughs> our most passionate topic is letting go of things that no longer serve you in your home. So if your child is 15 and you've got a size 7 snowsuit, let it go. It's probably not, I I guarantee you, it's not going to be um, good for your seven-year-old grandchildren when they come along in 25 years' time. Yeah, and see, I think often we think that that's going to be the case. So we keep a bike because we think, oh, well, our grandkids will ride that. But the value of that, the usefulness of that, the quality of that is just going to deteriorate. So actually what you're better off doing is getting rid of it straight away, like Kurt said, and then upgrading or replacing without having this other one hanging around. Mm -hmm. Can I give you an example of that in our house? Yeah, please. Because, you know, it's always confession time with Auntie Amy. <laughs> Jesse, my eldest, has outgrown his bike 
And so he's, it's just awkward. His knees hit the handlebars and we wanted to get him a new bike for his 30th birthday, but he didn't want, he had other things he wanted. But we still have the bike that he can't ride. And I was just thinking then, oh, my gosh, we'd always thought, oh, we'll get him a new bike, then we'll get rid of the other one. Yeah. Actually, I'm just going to list that one for sale because it's a great bike. And then when he wants a bike, we just go and get him the other bike because the other one's just sitting there. Nobody's getting any use from it. And it doesn't make the new bike come any quicker because no. the old bike's still sitting there. And he's not using the old bike That's right. he looks like a clown. He can't do it. He would have to ride Cal's bike. Yes. Okay. That's my homework is to um, sell Jesse's bike. And you wouldn't keep it for Elijah because they're Elijah's got the same, the same bike. size bike. Yep. yep, that's a good clarification. Just checking. Yep, thank you because <laughs> I could otherwise sell it and they go, oh, I have another kid. <laughs> yeah, oops, forgot about you, Elijah. <laughs> yeah, no, they both are in the same, well, they were in the same size bike. We have some amazing sponsors that help the art of decluttering get on the air every single week. We're on every podcast app, we're on YouTube and we're even on the inbuilt podcast player in every new Ford car. So if you want to reach our growing community, we would love you to come on board as a sponsor. If that's of interest to you, email hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au and we will get our sponsorship kit straight out to you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Now, back to the show. So skis can go really, really easily up on a wall. Um, I have seen people do, um, so we're doing charades here. Kirst, can you help? No. No, like um, plastic tubing, tubes, where you put them on the ground and you like bolt them together and then you lean the, oh my goodness words, you lean the skis in them and then they lean up against a wall and it stops the bottom of the skis falling out and then coming across where the car has to go or the bikes have to go or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's a really inexpensive way to keep your skis together. Great. Great. They can you can put um bike hooks up on the wall separately and have them leaning Ooh, on the like bike. Fishing rods. Yeah, like fishing rods. Yeah. Or other appropriately holding ski. I'm yeah. sure there's design you know, specific ski designed 
hold it of course or offer they would be. <laughs> um for the snow gear out of season, you could put them in plastic tubs. That's a good idea. So that you're not hanging them in the wardrobe or mm. taking up that spare wardrobe full of ski gear. You could even do those, um, you know, the bags that Back, suck out. Yes. Vacuum bags. Because snow gear is just like so much air. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Or feathers. Me. Yeah. Good, good, <laughs> good idea myself. <laughs> um, we talk about this. Sometimes we have definitely mentioned it in a few of our episodes is just borrowing it mm. from friends, particularly if you're not, you know, like us, we're not skiers. I wish we were. Simon hates the snow. I wish we were skiers. I wish we had the money and then I wish we were skiers. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've come down here in July this year and we've done it in the past and we've gone up to Lake Mountain like my sister's taken um, my kids up to Lake Mountain and we've just done a shout out on Facebook hey does anybody have size three ski gears and we've done that and particularly now that Audi do their ski sale and it's quite reasonably priced um, people often buy that even if they don't go skiing I know (laughs) so then there's there's excess around you can borrow not everybody heads to the ski fields or particularly like in Melbourne then not everybody heads up Lake Mountain all on the one day so that none of your friends have got Mm. got ski gear because they're all up at Lake Mountain um so you could do that or you can you know if you want to try skiing and you're not an avid skier just hire the gear. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just hire. Yeah. Like if it really is a one-off and then you find out that you love it, then make the investment. But hiring stuff is so valid. Hire snowboards, hire toboggans, hire all of that stuff if you can and then figure out whether this is something you actually do want to create space for in your life. Yes. For those people who already do, who know that they're skiers or mm-hmm. runners or cyclists or whatever other big bulky you know, or if you're friends of ours that live in the northern hemisphere where snow is part of your everyday, part of your six months of mm-hmm, the year, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd love to hear what you do. Yes, please. And we never, never want to give the impression that we know everything about everything because we oh, we're happy to give the not. impression it's oh. just not true <laughs> <laughs> okay amy's happy to give the impression that we know everything about everything <laughs> so we'd love to learn from you in our facebook community as well so come over come on over to facebook and find the art of decluttering community and get in there and tell us your top tips for storing um bulky items mm. um I th- Sorry, guest. There's also um, the question of what if you're using items that need to be inside the house? For instance, bike helmets, where you don't, in Australia, you don't want redbacks or white tailed spiders climbing in your bike helmets. So you might want to keep them inside or in a garage. Having things together, like we always talk, like with like. So have all your bike helmets somewhere where it's easy to access. You know, when you're going for a ride, you can just quickly go and grab them. So we've got a tub near our front door that's in a unit, and that just has all the bike stuff. And it makes it really easy. So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere or you are in a snowfield area, what do people do when they come in and they take off their um, snow boots? Do you have somewhere for them to thaw out? Do you have somewhere they're not going to create a puddle? What's your expectation on people? Where do they hang their snowy jackets? Like I think those things are really good to have in place. Even if it's just a hook 
and a, a baking tray. That that totally works. Yes, yes, it does. You sound like you know what you're talking about. Do, am I not? <laughs> I do know what I'm talking I know about. You, I know you know. That's what I mean. I was being, <laughs> I was complimenting you. It was a genuine compliment. <laughs> One of the things that I think um, is worth consideration to Kirst is when you're packing up items for these bulky sporting or hobby activities is how would you transport them to the actual thing that you're doing? Mm-hmm. And that's worth considering. If you're a fly fisher, do you need to have your fishing rods, your tackle box, those waders, your gum boots? Does that all need to be together in a like army bag? And you just chuck that in the back of the car rather than having to go through boxes or drawers or that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think that um, is awesome, particularly if they're very specific, whereas like running gear you might wear to the gym as well. Yeah, good point. So then you would have it mixed in with your everyday items. But for, yeah, you know, if you go um, paddleboarding, Mm. You know, do you have the paddleboard, you know, the inflatable paddleboard? I'm talking to my future self here. I thought you might be. You look a little dreamy over there. We need some dreamy music in the background while you dream of paddleboarding. I love paddleboarding. But, yes, would you have all of that stuff Mm. together so Mm. that it can easily be chucked in, in the car? And I think the beauty of that is it takes away a hurdle to doing those activities. Yes. Because you can think it'd be great to go for a bike ride. Oh, but I actually can't remember where the bike pump is. Or do we even have enough helmets if everyone goes? Like you, you don't have to think. We're all for streamlining so you don't have to make decisions. Yes, and that's why it is really awesome to, if at all possible, like if it's only single use, single time, single purpose, to keep it all together. You know, our helmets are also in our garage. They're hooked on the end of our shoe storage rack yep. so that kids putting on their shoes they grab their helmet yeah it's easy yeah and then they have a home they have a home because there's nothing worse than coming home from some kind of activity and having all the gear and it just being dumped in the corner of the garage or in the living room because you don't know where it belongs yeah so set up a home if you're going to have these hobbies create space as Kirst said before pop a photo in our in our Facebook community and go hey I don't know how to store this and let us come up with solutions for you. Let our community like do a brain trust for you. Yeah, they're really good for that. They're pretty amazing. What about if you have a house near a snowfield? So you have a house in Bright or yep. Jindabyne mm-hmm. or somewhere in the Alaska. US. <laughs> Alaska, <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> um, can... Do you have two of everything? So what if, so if you, you've got a friend, do you mean? No, meaning like do you keep it in your home in Melbourne oh. or do you just leave it up at Jindabyne or Bright or do you or what if it's something that you do in two places? Like skiing's mm. easy because mm-hmm. you don't do skiing in Melbourne. You only go up to Falls mm-hmm. or, you know, you're only going to Jindabyne. Like so... That's fine. You leave that stuff there. But, but what if you have a, yeah holiday yeah, house? What if you have a holiday house and you do do you do go for runs along the beach up mm. there, or you do do cycling up there? Do you have another set of helmets and a whole another set in your That's holiday a good house? Question. I don't know. I think it really would depend on regularity 
how much money the quality you have. of things. <laughs> that's right. Whether or not you're buying a pretty average bike for down at the holiday house, but you've got your super bike at home, um, and the ease of transport. So if you've got five kids. It's not as easy to transport five bikes down to your holiday house. So maybe you do have kind of some ones that are in between where the kids are, so you only have to bring a couple. I think it's worth considering. Um, But I also think minimalist (laughs) and minimal and simple is less possessions means less organising. So I I don't have a... a firm Ooh. thought on that. Are you in the grey? Oh my gosh, it's the grey. What am I doing here? Who this are you? It's awkward. It's just so grey. There's <laughs> the black, it's the white. <laughs> it's not grey, it's multicoloured. Oh, look. That's the world I live it's in. All it's multicoloured. Grey. <laughs> it's not grey, it's multicoloured oh, diamond. Love it. Oh, aren't you? Aren't you just fresh? <laughs> with my unicorn shoes. I am. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> So uh, come over, as we said, in our Facebook group and let us know of your tips for today because, you know, Amy and I aren't skiers. We've started the conversation. We have started the conversation. Make sure you share this episode with a friend if you've got someone who is a kayaker or a snowboarder or an paddleboarder. My sister's just got into archery and those things are huge. The big bows, like they're massive Massive. So, you know, whatever your activity is, you've got to think about that. I'm going to read out a review. Go for it. It is from iTunes USA and it's Adri Gallagher says, thank you. I'm a budding professional organizer doing everything I can to make my small startup happen. I mostly clean homes to sustain my growing business. Listening to the art of decluttering while working feels like I'm part of a chat with friends. I always take away lessons around practicality. Thanks, lovely. That is really nice of you. I hope your business grows, flourishes and is amazing. And we know it will be. (laughs) Have an amazing week. Until we see you next week, happy decluttering and organising. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.